books uh, it amazes uh, me and uh, any sane person if we have uh, any left in pakistan that you need a fatwa from a mullah to use corona vaccine i mean what the hell is going on with this country where these illiterate jobless crooks who have not done anything in their life along with uh, a jhq gang who has not even fought a month in their life and only harass and control the country together and now we have these mullahs who are the strongest in pakistan telling everybody you can do this you can do that this is islamic and this is un-islamic i mean even if you look into islam the early islam it was nothing but an absolute uh, barbarism and there was no such thing people were going to muhammad and say can we eat this can we uh, take this medicine can we take that or can we do this or can we do that no such thing i mean his associates were using muhammad just to get some ayas in the name of the world of allah so they can do whatever they want to do with their opponents they can uh, kill them they can behead them they can drown them they can burn them they can take their women and sell in the bazaar in the market and make money out of them take their kids and make them slave i mean there was a time when according to one history uh, detail one of the uh, person i name is was abdurrahman bin auf had 50000 slaves i mean unbelievable and slavery in those days means was free labor like a bonded labor even worse than bonded labor because the slaves were not able to do anything on their own they were sub- only supposed to obey the master and then be attentive 24/7 so the idea of any fatwa in those days was not at all there it started actually when the mullahs were used to strengthen the power of uh, kingdom or caliphate uh, when the sharia laws were written after 300 years of muhammad and those laws are so barbaric that they are worse than any jungle law and those and those people who were actually implementing those laws were called muftis and sometime maybe they were asked to issue fatwa on an issue particularly against the political opponent because in islam there is no opposition allowed at all if anybody criticizes uh, the ruler or caliph he is called fitna a fatwa is issued by the caliph and then he must die there was no other use there was no such thing fatwa on a marriage or there was fatwa on this 
all this started when the sufis and these shias they established the basic norms of islam to control the people they asked them to come five time to them and so they can make money from them and they can control them mosques at those at the time of caliphates were basically the spy centers they were keeping an eye on anybody they were checking people and they were informing the caliph in return of some favors so in a modern day the fatwa is an absolute curse many countries have banned it uh, last few years bangladesh a newly born liberated country from the clutches of punjabi military of pakistan has banned it and is doing very well at one time these punjabi journals were used to call them buka bangali and there is uh, a detail in one of the newspaper that uh, when some uh, goods were gifted to pakistan from america or some european countries and there were some uh, bathroom toiletries there so one of the mistresses says we should send part of this to east pakistan and everybody start laughing as if the east pakistans pakistanis don't have any bathroom and now because they set aside islam shit and they stopped all this fatwa drama bangladesh is progressing exponentially today it is in a position to give loan to pakistan its export is twice as much as of pakistan its population which was more than west pakistan is now less than pakistan they only have 15 million and west pakistan because of the islam shit and the islamic laws forced by zia is 22 million and 80% of them are poors 60% below poverty level this is what islam does and then these people they uh, issue these fatwas i don't know who is asking them to issue but this bullshit is continuing on daily basis one of the worst fatwa which we saw in muslim world was when some gang of mullahs they had a meeting i believe uh, in jordan and uh, the the terrorist minded the salafis and wahhabis they issued a fatwa saying you can kill a civilian non muslim what they were saying was that suicide bombing is allowed in islam this was the most terrible fatwa of all time in 2002 there was a meeting of oic and mahathir mohammad the one of the few sane leaders in muslim world said that we should declare suicide bombing as terrorism and we should tell to the muslim world that this is un-islamic guess who opposed it the plo leader the khadumi their foreign minister they said no the terrorist 
the suicide bombers, the Palestinian suicide bombers, cannot be called terrorists. I mean, these Arabs really, if anything go in their favor and make them some money, that becomes part of Islam. And we can see it today. Now modernization has become part of Islam. Right from the place where this Islam shit started. Now they have museum where old artifacts are being preserved. All these uh, uh, statues and all this which they used to call haram. And if anybody makes any sculpture, they say, oh, Allah will ask you to put life into it. And since you will not be able to do it, you will be punished. And now the same crooks, they have all kind of sculptures and all kind of uh, old artifacts, displaying it in museum and making money. And this is the same country who created these Wahhabi terrorists and the Salafi terrorists who exploded Bamiyan Buddhas, who exploded seminaries and khanqas in Pakistan, who exploded or destroyed the most important artifacts of human history in Iraq when they took over uh, under ISIS. And now everything is allowed. So my point is that the fatwa should be totally banned. Every, any mullah who issues a fatwa should be jailed, should be sent to jail for good. The mullahs who issued fatwas on this polio vaccine or polio drops are absolute terrorists. Any organization which, and there are hundreds of those in Pakistan created by ISI in the name of blasphemy against the Prophet and uh, army of supported this, of army of supported this, this Supaya Sahaba and all this terrorist should be banned and will be banned because now FATF is on the head of Pakistan and if they want to have any economic progress they have to close down. They have already closed down over 80 groups but they are still working. Every mullah who issues a fatwa should be should end up in jail. Every any mullah who kills somebody or incites somebody in the name of Muhammad or Quran should be put to put in jail. Because the people who created this shit, they don't care. I mean, if you go on the internet and see the Quran coming out of the gutters in Saudi Arabia, you can see it, how much they respect it. And in Pakistan, if a non-Muslim unknowingly uses one of the paper he received as a, as a, as a scrap uh, in some, uh, to bind something, then the mullah say it, or anybody who know a local mullah say it, and then they go and say, oh, this Hindu is, was using Quran paper as this, as this, and all that. And then they all go in groups and then they burn his 
shop. I mean, how do you define a terrorist? Terrorist, first of all, he has to be a mullah. Terrorist, first of all, is the girl or boys under the influence of mullahs who blew themselves away. All these people, their parents should sue Saudi Arabia, should sue local Wahhabi mosque, should sue local Salafi mosque, local Alayatis mosque, even Sunni mosque, if he was influenced by them. Bankrupt all these people. I'm amazed that the Saudis, they uh, bombed the World Trade Center, 3,000 people died, and there is no case against them to be liable for this. Osama bin Laden was created by Saudi Arabia. The whole world knows it. Osama bin Laden was sent to Afghanistan by Saudi intelligence. That is why Saudi intelligence chief, uh, Prince Naj Najaf or Naj Mujib or something, he used to go and have party and picnic with him in Afghanistan. Why the U.S. did not do anything against them? Why everybody is mum and quiet? I mean, this was crime against humanity by the group of people who, with the faith created by Saudis, why are not they responsible? And how in the world the GSQ in Pakistan still support these mullahs? who can blockade the capital as and when they need. And we see a journal or brigadier distributing TADA to those innocent people who were brought by these terrorists. Every mullah organization is a terrorist. Jamaat-e-Islami and Modudi is an absolute terrorist organization. There is no doubt about that. I mean, just a few years back, uh, the Jamaat Islami, head of the Jamaat Islami, uh, who has recently died, said, we need to do Qatal Fisabilillah, means indiscriminate killing. This is what ISIS did. When they discriminately, they start shooting at passerby cars and they posted a video about it. They will go to a town and round up the girls and then sell them in the market. They were doing exactly what Muhammad and his associates were doing back in 7th century. So how you can allow these groups and how the world can uh, respect Pakistan as a country is beyond me. It is time they come together and put so much pressure on this gang of people and these terrorists in Pakistan that they come back to their senses and they start living like a human being, not like animals they are.
I mean, I really have sympathy with these uh, mullahs because they have been created uh, not because of they wanted to be like that. They have been created by GSQ. GSQ is the one who uh, mushroomed the madrasas. And Ziaullah, when he made zakat law, he put a word in it that the recipient of zakat can be the student of the madrasas. Really? I mean, you are giving money to people who are going to be creating havoc in your country. And then all this money given to these mullahs, it only goes in their pocket. And they only molest some kids, make them depressed, and then create suicide bombers out of it. This is what Palestinians started. I believe his name was Barghuti. He is in Israeli jail. But then it went on to Iraq. And then it continued to Afghanistan and Pakistan. And now is even in Africa, we have these kind of suicide bombers. And nobody listened to Mahathir who said in 2002, we should be a civilized ummah. But the Arabs ignored it. They opposed it. None of them said that these Palestinian suicide bombers are terrorists. They said no. Unless Israel goes away, what we are doing is legal. Unbelievable. And that's why these suicide bombers, that uh, six or seven suicide bombers coming from Saudi Arabia and Egypt, and I believe one from Jordan and uh, one from Somalia or something, they destroyed the World Trade Center. They destroyed the rest of the Muslim world. The Saudis, they make billions and trillions more because the oil prices went up. The people who should have been actually uh, put to jail, all these Saudi kings and princes, they become richer and richer. America only had to be $4 trillion in debt, losing four to 5,000 of its best and hundreds of thousands mentally disturbed and physically maimed. What are we thinking? What are we doing? And it hurts me when the Saudis, they present all these marketing and sales opportunities and the American companies lined up. I mean, this is crime against humanity. This is not fair with the American people. The Saudi Arabia should be no more. This should be the ultimate aim of civilized world. That the country who created these terrorists must pay the price. But unfortunately, it is other way around. American policymakers made terrible mistakes by attacking 
Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia. The true policy should have been that we will build 10 World Trade Centers and we'll bomb the hell out of these terrorists instead of sending our great young people and let them die over there. And even after 20 years, we have not declared victory in Afghanistan. It was so easy. They could have used Pakistan to attack them. They just had to give them few billions. They don't have to be in debt for four trillion dollars. If they had given 200 billion dollars to Pakistan, Pakistan will route the whole of Afghanistan within six months. But I believe our planners or uh, whoever is administration uh, really lacked a lot of correct uh, decisions. Still there is time. If we go after Saudi Arabia, if we go after these mullah gangs in Pakistan and in the rest of the Muslim world, eliminate them, create colleges and universities over there, put all these mullah, mullahs to work, help them economically so they can be a reasonable human beings from half the animal they are right now. They have no future. They have no vocational training. And Mullahism is all they can do. And they become pawn in the name of military and then other corrupts of Pakistan. What we need is people-to-people -people contacts. What we need is American and Pakistanis, 90% of whom are secular. They want to work hard. They like America. They are the one we need to be in touch and create organizations, help universities to bring these young boys, educate them, and then let them see the fruits of democracy. Let them see the benefit of being secular. Let them see the benefit of religion and state being separate. If we don't give them the opportunity, if you only listen to the corrupts and leaders of the Pakistan or whatever other Muslim world we are dealing with, then the situation will never change. We need to give leading role to, leading role to Bangladesh, who created magic, miracle, within 50 years of their independence from the military gang who was using Islam as a cover. We need to do the right thing if we really want to have a reasonable, a peaceful and a modern 21st century for the whole world. God bless.